This is the E-Commerce Brain Trust, a podcast about building momentum online for established consumer brands. Join our hosts and their expert guests for high-level conversations about e-commerce strategies, trends, and innovations. Access our Brain Trust and boost your brand's e-commerce potential. Hello and welcome back to the e-commerce Brain Trust podcast. I'm your host, Kiri Masters from Bobsled Marketing, an Acadia company, and it's great to be with you. I've got a solo episode today, no guests, just me, but it should be a good session today. Today, I want to share with you some thoughts that I've pulled together for a webinar I did this week around growth opportunities on Amazon and what might be some sort of under the radar, underused tactics that brands can use to get ahead on Amazon, particularly with the backdrop of more competition, rising ad costs, and for a lot of brands having challenges in the supply chain side of their business, really getting an edge is very important now more than ever before. So we spend a lot of time talking about the basics and getting the basics right, being retail ready, making sure that you've got all the operational things in place and then building on that with product content and ad campaigns that serve the ultimate objective of your brand or products, whether that's growth or profitability. But today, doing something a little bit more, doing something fun, which is the underrated stuff, kind of some fun topics, what's new, and let's jump right in then. So I'll start with advertising and underused advertising tactics. So like I mentioned, costs of advertising have been going up dramatically on Amazon. The most recent CPC or cost per click data from PackView, which is the ad tech platform that we use at Bobsled, their most recent data show a 14.3% year over year increase in cost per click for Amazon sponsored product ads and a 7.5% increase year over year for sponsored brands ad units. So, you know, that's a sizable increase. There's more competition both from established brands who are allocating more to Amazon advertising. There's also new brands, startup brands, and of course the FBA aggregators who in some cases seem to have pretty much a blank checkbook for advertising. And so costs have been going up for some time. The sum of this is it costs more to get in front of customers than ever before. And so that comes at a real cost for brands. So what can you do about that? And are there any economical areas left with advertising? And I think one area that is not used as much as it could be by brands is retargeting because it's sort of been out of reach for a lot of brands for a while and Amazon didn't have a self-serve capability around it for a long time, but now they do. So what is retargeting? Essentially, you're visiting a product page on Amazon. As a shopper, you receive a tracking code or a cookie. And then later when you're browsing the Amazon site or the app or even out and about on the web, you'll be retargeted with an ad for that product. And you can also be retargeted for competing products as well. So just the other day, I was looking at some elderberry gummy supplements and a few minutes later, 
elsewhere on the web, I was retargeted for an ad for that same elderberry supplement product trying to get me back to Amazon to actually complete my purchase. So these are very high intent shoppers. This type of advertising has a really great ROI as a result because these are people who've already checked out your product. They're already interested and yeah, very good ROI in a lot of cases. So there's two ways to set up retargeting. One is through Amazon's DSP or demand side platform, and that's their programmatic advertising, sort of display advertising platform. You can run very sophisticated display ads across Amazon sites, off on third-party sites, and then also on over-the-top video through Twitch and Fire TV and things like that. So all kinds of interesting things that you can do with DSP, very rich audience targeting. You can target down to the level of customers whose favorite film director is Steven Spielberg, for example. So you can get really deep with targeting. DSP is something that a lot of brands still aren't using because there is a minimum spend each month, which is fairly high. And so it can be a little bit difficult to get started with that, just with sort of test and learn. Or you can work with an agency to manage it for you. The agency should have direct access to the DSP. Bobsled is sort of on an invite-only basis, but Bobsled is one agency that does have direct access to the DSP. So we can set up campaigns and run them for less than what the minimum would be for brands and actually sort of set up and manage those campaigns according to best practices. That is one way to access retargeting is through the DSP. The second way is through sponsored display ads on Amazon advertising. And this is the self-serve ad platform that any brand on vendor or seller central can access. So sponsored display allows you to re-engage shoppers off Amazon who viewed your products or similar products and then drive them back to your product detail pages. So this is a self-serve ad type. And honestly, for me, sometimes I have trouble distinguishing between a sponsored display ad and a DSP ad because there is really good creative options available now with sponsored display as well. So this can be, as I said, a really great high ROI tactic. I think more brands should be doing it either through the DSP or sponsored display. Second tactic I'll talk through is video on Amazon. And this is one area where video is a lot more complicated to produce than static images. No argument there. It's, <laughs> it requires a different level of investment, different level of creative oversight, more costly. And so a lot of brands don't do it. It gets put in the too hard basket. But this is one area where I think the return is definitely outsized. And because it is a little bit more complicated and costly to set up, less brands are doing it and it can really give you an edge if you're the only one out there doing great video content on Amazon. So that has definitely borne out in the data, which my go-to study on this is from Profitero who did a case study showing that brands can lift their Amazon.com sales by 58% by adding video to their product pages. That's a growth rate, 58%. That is huge. 
So definitely something to investigate and try out. If you can't add videos across your entire catalogue, then maybe looking at a couple of top performing ASINs or ones that you want to actually get a lift for and seeing what the impact there is so that you can justify rolling it out to the rest of your product portfolio. But videos in product listings makes a ton of sense. If you can see how a product works, you can see it from multiple angles, you can see people trying it on, consuming it, whatever you know the product is supposed to do, that is very, very powerful for shoppers. And video was something that you weren't always able to add videos to product listings. Now you can. I think that this is a relatively short window to get ahead of your competition. I wouldn't sleep on it. Videos can also be added to your Amazon store as well. If your customer goes to a product detail page and clicks through to your brand store, you can also add video there that might be a little bit more about brand storytelling, sharing some messages around what your brand is all about. Maybe your products are American made or, you know, have a social element to them or have a charity element to them or just superior quality, whatever it is maybe some more brand-oriented messages that don't make as much sense on a product detail page. That's just about the product. So I would recommend looking at product videos and also a brand video for the store. I have to also, in this section, talking about video, I do have to talk about live video and live streaming. This is something that I think myself and a lot of other industry people really want to see come alive, for lack of a better word. But it's been a little bit of a slow start. But I still just, I still see Amazon investing so much into live video and just browsing the site. I see essentially like display ads suggesting live video streams to me. And it's becoming more and more of like getting more and more placement on Amazon's site. So I think that Amazon's certainly trying to get more people watching live video and getting interested in that ecosystem. So even though the results from a lot of brands that we've worked with have been like a little bit underwhelming in a lot of cases, we're starting to see some patterns where live stream video really makes sense. And one example is from a client who is in the beauty category. And instead of going live with you know someone from their company doing a product demo or something like that they worked with an influencer who has a live video following on Amazon and i think that that might be the hack for right now is working with an influencer or an affiliate publisher like there's a number of them on Amazon now like wirecutter and there's one i just came across called what tools inside which is really professionally done. It's, you know, kind of like a team of people who review products. So there's a number of these publishers on Amazon or influencers. So anyway, this client worked with a influencer to do a live video campaign. And they saw in one day during that live video campaign, as much sales for their product as they would usually get in two weeks. So that was a really good result. And I think the key for a lot of brands to get started with live video is to work with an influencer rather than trying to do it yourself. And this ties into the reason why I think 
One, there's a production element. Like if you're not used to going live and sharing a story and being alive on camera and stuff like that, it's really hard skill to master. So if you can work with someone who that's their job and that's what they know how to do, it's going to be a lot easier. But there's also this concept now on Amazon of followers, brand followers, and you're starting to see this initially pop up. I think it was probably a couple of years ago on your brand store page, you could click follow and follow the brand. And I remember when that first came out, I followed some brands. I'm like, I've got no idea what this is going to do. It doesn't lead anywhere. It says that I've followed a brand, but what does that mean? And then over time, there's been more tools and features and programs that have been rolled out around the concept of followers. So the first one was Amazon Posts. And these are sort of like Instagram posts that you can publish as a brand and they will be seen by your brand followers on product detail pages, category pages, things like that around Amazon. They'll start to see your sort of essentially like your Instagram feed on Amazon. You'll also, as a shopper, be targeted for posts of brands that you might be interested in. So this is one way that brands can leverage the followers that they've been gathering through their brand pages. Posts can be interesting. I think the numbers, like most brands that we work with, don't have a huge number of followers because there's still not that many ways to follow a brand on Amazon yet. You have to go to the store page or you have to like choose to follow them through a post. So it's not really very simple to follow a brand on Amazon. There's not that many calls to action. So as a result, brands don't really have that many followers on Amazon yet to be able to take advantage of these tools. But imagine that that's going to change over time and that more and more shoppers are going to start following the brands that they like. So posts, that can be helpful. We've got one client, just to share a quick case study, who has 1,100 followers which compared to their social profiles is really tiny, but they're trying to grow it. And over the last few months, they've had enough clicks from their posts over to their products to be the equivalent of $1,400 of ad spend. So that's not for this brand. It's neither here nor there. It's not a huge saving, but if they're able to grow their followers from 1,100 up to 100,000 followers or a million followers, then you can see that kind of click through rate being equivalent to a fairly sizable amount of ad spend. So I think it's kind of slow going today, but if you actually start to invest in gathering more followers and engaging them, it could pay off in the longer term. And it's certainly not something that a lot of brands are investing in right now. So I think there could be an edge to be had here. Related to followers, there is a new program with an awful name. I just have to say it's got the worst name. It is called Manage Your Customer Engagement, which is a real mouthful and does not remotely describe what this program does. Essentially, Manage Your Customer Engagement is a tool that you can use to send email campaigns to your followers, which is really amazing because Amazon's really never, they've been pulling away with the ways that brands can engage with shoppers on Amazon. 
in Amazon's eyes, these are their shoppers. They are not your brand's customers. They are Amazon's customers. And this is where the semantics really sort of start to make sense. So a brand can have followers on Amazon, but they're not your customers. They're Amazon's customers. So this tool is allowing brands to email campaigns to followers through Amazon. And how this works is you can send out deals, like highlight deals from your brand ahead of big events like Black Friday and Prime Day and things like that. And you can also announce new products to your followers as well. So this seems to have so much promise. I was so excited to learn about this. I think they started the beta. They announced the beta last year. I was blown away. I thought it would be an amazing way to launch new products on Amazon. And the beta has been live for a couple of months. Unfortunately for the clients that we've worked with for this program, the results have been pretty underwhelming so far. I don't think it means it's not going to be viable going forward. So first of all, the program to actually run these campaigns is a little bit clunky doesn't seem to be like, it seems like there might still be some data issues. The numbers that we got back were really kind of strange to not seem to make sense. So I think that there might just be some further development required of the program. And secondly, like I said, most brands just don't have very many followers on Amazon because it's kind of difficult to do and Amazon hasn't really promoted that capability yet. So I do think that that will change in the future. If you can start building up the number of followers that you have, you start to see that follow account grow, then it could be worthwhile testing out this particular program and Amazon posts as well. So that's it for today. I've talked about advertising tactics, video content, and Amazon posts and manage your customer experiments. These are all tactics that we have discussed a bit further on the Bobsled blog recently. So in the show notes for today, I'll link to all of those blog posts and material that we've developed there. We've got a great guide actually around video content and what the exact specs are for each type of video unit around Amazon that I recommend you check out as well. And I hope this has given you some ideas. Some things, like I said, they're emerging. They seem to have some real investment happening in them from Amazon. So I suggest jumping on them early. Others are just really kind of hard to do. And so a lot of brands give up and I think that that can give you an edge. And then with advertising, it's this kind of constant battle of jumping on strategies early before the masses come in and drive up the CPC. So definitely look at your retargeting campaigns, see if it might make sense to set some more up if you're already doing that as well. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast. I'd always appreciate a review as well. It helps me know what kind of content you like and it helps the show get discovered by more people on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you're listening to it. Thanks and I'll catch you next week.